All right, welcome back to another edition of the Sailing Doodles Podcast. Told you we'd be doing these more often, so uh, they're a lot of fun. We're kind of changed up the format a little. It's just kind of a conversation now, having fun. So um, my guests today have been on a previous podcast. Uh, it was a lot of fun talking with them. That was back on my old boat, Naughty Dogs, too. So it's uh, Greta and Zach with Azul Marine Lending, and uh, they're kind of experts in the field of marine lending, so I thought it was a topic that you guys might be really interested in. So uh, with that, let's welcome you guys on board. Hey, cheers. Cheers. Oh, she's drinking now? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right, cool. So, yeah, uh, thanks for having us here. Uh-huh. All right, so why don't you, uh, we'll just start off by, uh, you know, kind of like, I guess, when was the last time I saw you guys? You know, what's interesting, Bobby, is we, I mean, we've done the whole thing with you. We met uh, 2017 yep. before the hurricanes at the boat show here. Back when you had the 37 foot CNC, I think, yeah. and uh, saw the aftermath of that disaster, and then uh, the 54 as well, and just uh, saw, saw you up in Annapolis and had a chance to meet yeah. everybody. And... Oh, yeah, Annapolis was very Oh, is nasty. that where we, yeah, that's where yeah, we did yeah. that thing? So on. I think that Annapolis uh, must have been the uh, last time we The boat show, well, the, the boat show 2019. Ni- it begins no, to get confusing. Do we do yeah, Miami? It was, no, it was 19. Yeah, it was 19. You know, I remember having got, uh, drinks with you guys at yeah. uh, that uh, Pusser's. Pusser's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's in Annapolis. But the first time I met you guys was down here in Puerto Rico at the Caribbean. Yeah, that was the first that we made the noodles and yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, the dogs so so we had a little uh booth here at uh the caribbean boat show and it was like uh it took us missing to actually get a booth but people because at the time we only had like forty thousand subscribers well this was like three years ago and i mean it's that so weird small, actually. I mean, four, you're, yeah. you're, you're, you're flying this drone up overhead and everybody's going what is that why is he doing this the, just... the first person that it was doing that yeah like what is this drone doing well now you can't fly your well okay you probably couldn't fly your drone back then here, but the old drone I had didn't have like, uh, the, the regulations weren't involved in. Mm-hmm. So now you can't fly a drone. It just comes like in the software of the drone within so many feet of an airport. And there's a helicopter oh. pad up here. Oh, okay. And so now I can't fly my drone here. So like I've actually, I've, I've thought about for the footage for Imports of I've still got that footage from four years ago. Yeah. Yeah, so then if I need awesome. it, I'm just gonna throw that footage back on the Yeah, yeah there you go. It's that great. I gotta yeah. tell you, this <clears throat> I'm loving this. I mean, it's oh, yeah? it's interesting mm-hmm. seeing you go from so little bitty monohull to big traditional heavy hold sailboat to you know Hatteras. We've I've always loved. I mean, they've always been one of the best boats in the country. Yeah, and this especially with the extended cockpit, oh, love beautiful. it. Just, yeah. Uh, well, you said you guys. That's one of your maybe dreams one day is like a Hatteras fifty three or something. Oh, something like that. You know, it was his dream. Just, I don't know. Yeah. 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 There's dreams, there's nightmares. It's hard to try to work it. I yeah. think you know uh, Hinkley. I know she. Yeah, she go for that in a heartbeat. Yeah. But uh, we'll see, we'll th- see. it's so hard in to say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the problem is we're so spoiled because you know our clients have these gorgeous boats, yeah. and it's just you, you look at something like a you know seventy four foot uh, uh, Ferretti, for example. Yeah, it's eh, pretty nice boat. It's, it's, yeah. it's, it's a bar that's hard to beat. Yeah. Well, I mean, but yeah, but I mean, like I have a friend that bought a uh, was he bought, it was a a, a seventy foot Pershing, right? Oh, and it's nice. just I mean, it's a super nice boat, but I mean, it's just like. I mean, it's ridiculous. It's pretty expensive. I mean, I think it's. Oh, I yes. think he paid like. I mean, I, I'm not. I guess he does. He well, nobody knows who he is, but I mean, yeah. he, it's like five million or something like that. But, but then we go into these nice yachts per se, right? And so then you get out of there, and then how do you settle to have like a smaller boat? You know, okay, let me get a boat now after you've been yeah. one of those, right? Well, but, but I mean, just because it's just 
I mean, there's a boat for every budget, right? right? I mean, because I because this boat, I mean, costs probably way less than most people's house for yeah. sure. And it, I mean, it's it's still in it's pretty good house. condition. It's yeah. a house. It is yeah. a house. That's true. Uh, practically, yeah. Yeah, and it, and so. it's fifty, you know, sixty feet long, and it's got three bedrooms, and you can live and on it. Love the deck outside yeah. with TV and yeah. all that, so you can enjoy. It was nice. It's reliable. It, it is cheap mm -hmm. to run. Yeah. it's relatively cheap. Relative. To run. Well, relatively for so motor. Relative. Yeah. You hear this right. big sucking sound. Well, if I run at ten knots, it's like i mean including running a generator yeah um it's 15 gallons an hour um seven and a half or seven mm -hmm. per side and then you know gallon an hour for the generator mm -hmm. but uh i'm hoping to change that soon because i'm i had a guy out here this week that, to do solar mm -hmm. um so he's he's unless he comes back with this just stupidly high quote i'm gonna have that done maybe by even by the end of the next week it's a great idea because you know a lot mm -hmm. of the everybody's got the same problem with generators. Mm -hmm. Gen sets mm -hmm. get three times as much wear as the motors do. Yeah, yeah, it costs you for to run this costs you two hundred fifty bucks a day in fuel yeah. and wear and tear. It's, it's a good it's thing. Just, it pays off pretty quick. To add to yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and I mean, I, I'd still need to run because. I mean, on these on these older motor yachts, they don't have a true house bank of batteries, right? Yeah. And they don't even have an inverter. So uh, basically, if I want to have power for my refrigeration or my 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 AC lights, yeah, yeah, I need a generator running Absolutely. it. Mm -hmm. So that's what he's going to install is is uh, the, the the solar panels and the inverter charger and the battery charger for the solar panels, uh, and then eventually we'll go to. Uh, but then I need to build a new house bank. So it's, you need, you need both. You know, yeah. maybe one more than the other at one point yeah. but you always have to have that backup yeah, yeah. so and i say the lithiums are coming along pretty well now and so for backup and for the house bank it's not well as long as that's not happen what we what happened to us and i want to talk about that it's actually kind of a funny it's not a funny story it's a good lesson yeah that. right they wow. had, uh, about, had about 10 square about 100 square foot panel they didn't have any kind of an inverter or regulator set up between it. So they Taking totally it overcharged the battery oh, wow. and it exploded. I mean, it had uh, it came close to exploding. It had flames. So they had, they had the panels going straight to the battery? Straight to the battery. Oh, my gosh. Totally overcharged it. They said before it went off, you could see it just pulsing as oh. it got overheated. And then it was flames. We were lucky, flames we were lucky because we, we were just I could facing the fireball the other day, 20 and then we, we failed it. The, the heat turn around and, and it just exploded and then we actually had residual where, where was that that was, was here <laughs> it was uh two years ago at the boat show here yeah. oh it was i think i remember hearing something yeah. about that it was no they were just yeah it was like a, a display right it was a yeah. display right so they didn't they didn't set it up properly but yeah thank god nobody got hurt wow lesson to be learned important. don't try this at home. <laughs> Get a yeah. Pro. Yeah. well even that so i mean i have installed solar panels on my previous boats um it's a lot more simple system when you're doing it on a sailboat though um Absolutely. i mean because I mean, you, you just get a you put your panels up get an mppt controller hook that up to your batteries yeah. you're good to go this i mean i've got to put in an inverter charger got to put in all that stuff so it's, it's like a little bit different. pretty much sitting in on a house yeah pretty much right, right. all right so so you guys are uh, that's how i met you guys was at the puerto rico boat yeah, show because y'all yeah. have a y'all had a booth a there booth and we had actually a booth was right next to each other yeah right? yes absolutely yeah, yeah, yeah. So met. Like, and uh met megan yeah and, and yeah. the doodles yeah 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 the doodles oh my goodness <laughs> they're just so you guys are it you do boat finance so I mean, what, just explain what you guys do. Yeah, it you know it's fascinating how it's changed over the years because at the time four years ago, you know, an average boat was one hundred fifty, two hundred thousand dollars for us. 
we're seeing huge boats now. I, I think it's the COVID effect. I mean, we're seeing people that get a large boat, a million and a half dollar want, boat. They want the family. They want to contain the family. get the whole family in. and have fun. Right. Which is the yeah. safer place to be is in the water. Are they doing it so the big boats, say, let's, you know, like a 80 foot or, you know, it's like mm -hmm. a couple million dollar boat. Are they, are they, I mean, it's probably not too many full time liveaboards on that though, right? No, you, uh, once you get over 60 feet, you're typically always going to have a captain mm -hmm. because of insurance requirements. Yeah. So we're talking motor vessels here. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Always going to have a captain to maintain it just because these are very busy people mm -hmm. and, and, right, you know, very can. successful right. folks to afford it. But, you know, it's so interesting because we've got uh, we've got clients that are fire chiefs getting a $250,000 catamaran and they are just as passionate about it maybe more in some respects than the guy that's got absolutely, the 80 footer absolutely yeah. and you know what we've seen a lot now that which is something that we never even thought about it it's that uh, the people that are bought once from us years mm. ago they're now going on the third and fourth well how, how many how long have y'all been uh, oh uh, Puerto Rico well in this business totally about 12 years but, but Puerto, Puerto Rico, Rico is six years now six years yeah so are most of your clients in Puerto Rico or are you just everywhere we Every, do everywhere everywhere but yeah. we have that we have a mostly our most steady clients in Puerto Rico in France and Obviously, because we're it's, it's here. Become family. <laughs> it's I mean, we're, we're, family. we're very involved in, in you know, the wonderful uh, uh, tournament that they have at Club Nautica every year. We've been sponsored now for three years. That's there. the Billfish tournament. Yeah, Billfish tournament. tournament right? Most, uh, been mm -hmm. the longest running Billfish tournament August, in the said? world. August this year. August seventeenth through the twenty. Yeah, so we'll be there again. This well, year. Great, great tournament. Mm -hmm. That tournament has people fishing in it third generation hmm. their mm -hmm. grandfather's fishing mm -hmm. in it. okay what, what is the uh man it's, it's amazing on the most fishing tournaments like some of them i mean the first place prize like some fishing tournaments can be a million dollars for first place I don't think it's that big. I think it's more bragging rights. Okay. The yeah. interesting thing is for the loser, the oh. loser gets a live goat. No, really? really? They get a live goat? They bring a live goat <laughs> up so, to the boat so that's the you thing got is, the goat. So now you got the goat. So now they're like, okay, now you figure out what to do with the goat or do they? <laughs> I didn't see the goat, but I do know they have a really wonderful, a wonderful barbecue with something. Oh, like, right. Okay. It doesn't, it does, do it doesn't look like a goat. Yeah, yeah, let me know. turn those down like, a little bit. No, but it's just, it's a lot of Fun. It's a lot of fun, and it's just you feel like you're with family, friends, and enjoy, you know, going from one boat to the other. Right. Of course, with COVID, we don't know how it's going to be this year, but hopefully, the vaccine, you know, takes right. Well, in August, I would hope everything's everybody's vaccinated, I, I think so. and, and then we can have a normal life. They, you know, they, they shut down really hard here. We got an apartment in uh, LVO San Juan back in in may and it was really tight then yeah loosened up a lot since yeah, then but also very you know they've done a good job managing oh, they've done the whole a thing. great job well i mean i think puerto rico is like uh i mean if you if you all 50 states and you add the territories they're like third from the bottom Absolutely. as far as like how yeah. number of cases per capita it's interesting a lot of it too is just the fact that you've got a tight culture Mm -hmm. And when they say the rules are you wear a mask yeah. and the rules are that, you, you know, you they, they've done a rules. good job with that. Plus, it's a nice, warm environment. And I don't think it's. it's mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, a lot of sun. It, too. It, a lot of people. And, 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 that's, and they were yeah. doing things that we've never seen in the States, you know, like taking your temperature. And yeah. Well, everywhere. everywhere. That's everywhere, true. Everywhere. It, and in the States, they just started. They yeah. never did it. Before. Well, that's the thing is like anytime you walk into, I mean, technically, even the gas stations, I mean, there's nobody to enforce it there. But like you go into a gas station, they have the little automatic monitor where you put your 
your hand up there and yeah. it takes your temperature. And then anytime you go into any restaurant, they take your temperature yeah. and then they spray your hands with hand right. sanitizer. Right. You, you Which know, it cuts I, down the, the, the virus yeah. infection yeah. problem. I gotta tell you the truth that we have to laugh at ourselves sometimes because you know where we started. We know where you started. <laughs> yeah. Right? Like, yeah. Four years ago, uh, it was, you know, it was a fairly modest beginning. We'd been coming here for a year or two. We'll probably do. No, we've been coming over here for well, five, five, over five well, years. Well, no, it was a couple of years at the time, four years ago. It had been six years total. So, I mean, but at that time, you know, we were doing a little bit of business here. We'll do $35 million wow. in loans in Puerto Rico this year. So, that's like the total number of boats financed, like yeah, 35 million. It's, it's, wow. uh, it's some very yeah. large ones and probably 30 million internationally. We're doing a lot out of Mexico now. Mm -hmm. And then another 35 million or so up in the continental U.S. So, it's it's just it's spread not, out all over the place. We're, you know, very blessed. And we no. just, but, but nothing really changed anything that we do. Our lifestyle is the same. Everything's the same because we just, uh, Really, we love our life. And sure. When it's such a friendly Absolutely. thing. Absolutely. <laughs> this one, this one is valuable. Though. Yeah. Right. Well, oh, she speak. How many languages well, do you speak? She speaks three. 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 It was English, English Spanish, Spanish, and Italian. My Italian. Father, my father is Italian. Okay. So. But but it's surprising when we tell people. Literally, mm -hmm. over half her business is in Espanol. All right. And some of it, thirty. How's your Spanish? Sucks. Like, you know, they call me, you know, I, I'm from Tennessee originally. I love Puerto Rico. So my friends here, they call me the Tenerican. Tenerican or Tenerican. Okay. Tenerican. Right. Mm -hmm. All right. So how does, okay. So I think most people are probably at least somewhat familiar with like, uh, how car finance or, or house finance works. Yeah. Well, you know, one advice I always give people before you are uh, searching for a boat, uh, first thing, just check your uh, credit uh, score and credit card. What, what do people things. need? For, what's the minimum for like a... Well, it, it, first of all, the credit, because sometimes there are things that are reported erroneously there. So first thing you want to do is correct those things. Mm -hmm. Get the, the best uh, score you can. You know, 700 and up, it's good. But the better the better rate you're going to get. Right, right. So the, the things that, 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 that people need mostly, it, it will be, uh, you know, it, it could be 20, 25%. Depends where they buy the boat. Um, and uh, uh, per, yeah, used to 20 25% down payment, down yeah. payment, right? Okay. right. But, mm -hmm. but it's interesting because I always tell people before you call us, or if you'd like to get on Credit Karma, yeah, it doesn't, doesn't you know, it does not hurt your credit, anything. and it'll tell you if yeah. there's a problem. It, it is fascinating because we'll see guys mm -hmm. who have, for example, mm -hmm. somebody had 40 late payments on a mortgage, it was here in Puerto Rico, and they, they, and they it was never only on one account, and it was all totally erroneous. Yeah, it took yeah. them four days to clean it up, mm -hmm. and took them from like a 670 score to about a 780 score. Yeah. And all of a sudden, we've got a deal. Yeah, yeah because especially with that, you can marry Banco Popular, for example, they reported things and then they they, they stayed there, but they're in erroneous because because they, they miss, they, it was something that happened digitally and automatically. It's, so they really didn't mean to report late because everybody got four months, you know, of uh, moratoria, what you call it, which is, it, 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 you you don't have to pay and the bank didn't even charge because at that time they even weren't able to mm -hmm. do any of that so there are a lot a lot of erroneous things reporting a credit that they should correct first and are very easy to correct by disputing online so right uh, well the other thing which is fascinating is a lot of times we'll see a guy with a 720 score 
no late payments at all. Mm -hmm. What's the problem? And when you talk to him, he said, I'll pay my bills every single month. I zero the credit cards. Now, well, you what zero he's doing, card, he's yeah. paying the credit cards yeah. after the reporting date. Ah. And so for that guy, we'll say, okay, we're not going to turn it into the bank. What we want you to do for the next four weeks is to zero your credit cards like every single week. Every week. Zero them. Yeah. And mm -hmm. we've and, seen jumps and, of 80 points. Oh, oh. my gosh. Yeah. Is he any better or worse on credit? No, but the numbers now work. Yeah, and, yeah they work and also the, the interest rate. You know, it's not the same getting 4.93 than getting uh, 6. Yeah. So it, it, well, that's a big difference. That's yeah. a big yeah. difference. So it, we always say, you know, it, one thing that you can do from your part before is to search for a boat is just look at your credit if you're going to finance because that's one of the main keys, you know, to start with. Well, what, what so what is like... Uh, you know the the term generally on a boat i mean like a house is 30 years right mm -hmm. or cars five or six T typical 20, is 20, 20 years 20 years, 20 years. Mm -hmm. and, and it's kind of funny because you'll see we we, we spend a lot of time online talking to you guys <laughs> and you know who you are we see you on the catamaran sites and the sailing sites and the liveaboard sites and you got some people very strongly say don't get a loan don't get a loan pay cash or you can't afford it when it comes down for most of our clients, and, and I don't care whether you're a government worker, government employee that's got uh, you know $150,000 income, maybe five or 600000 in retirement, or whether you're somebody extraordinarily wealthy with four or $500 million, mm -hmm. it all comes down to what do your funds cost? What kind of money are you making? If you're making 7 or 8%, which is not unusual mm -hmm. in the market today, why in the world would you cash that in when you can get a loan on a for large four percent and a quarter? Yeah, yeah. okay, yeah, I see what you're saying. It's, it's a, it's, so don't take that. Yeah, if you, you're yeah. still netting two percent. Exactly. Or something. Exactly. And I got to so be honest, we, we, we simply, from our standpoint, it's not a big deal because we, we are so busy. We're working 12, 13 hours a day. If there's a better solution, like if, for example, we think somebody should take a lot of equity they have in their house, do a homeowner line of credit, doesn't involve us at all. No, no, we want them we to always, get the boat. We want yeah. them to get the boat that they want yeah. in a, the, the best way, you know, mm -hmm. best interest. We honestly, and we very humbly, we say that we are very busy, that we don't, it's not that we are desperate for business we're not so sometimes we spend the time to help people to get loans from other sources that they have just to, because it's in their best and so what, what are the what are the like so is there like uh, a minimum and a maximum you can finance on a boat yeah uh our minimum is a hundred thousand dollars but a lot and, and our maximum is 25 million and so it's a so it's a hundred thousand dollar value or the loan Financing. is the loan amount. Financing. Loan amount. so that'd be a hundred thirty thousand dollar boat right a hundred thirty three Five hundred would be yeah. the minimum but, price. But but again, the other thing is we don't ever say no to anyone because, for example, somebody wants eighty thousand dollars on a flats boat. I've got a very good friend of mine that okay. I work very closely that with, and we'll just refer them out to that. Well, I mean, so if you're doing, oh, yeah, a two hundred thousand dollar boat and you finance over twenty years at four percent interest, I mean, and that's your payments are only oh, like, that, that, roughly thirteen hundred. So I mean, then mm -hmm. well, I mean, you got it. Part of the problem too is you got. Then there's a lot of holding costs for the boat. You got the marina. Yeah. Absolutely. So what? what mm -hmm. So what do, you, what do you? What do you recommend? Like if somebody's going to buy a boat, say they can uh, afford a. Okay, if somebody can afford a, it depends on where you live a lot. Yeah. So, always. but I mean, like if if they can afford a thirteen hundred dollar a month payment, well then you're like, okay, really that's going to cost you twenty six hundred a month, or what is it going to be? Actually, here here's kind of rough numbers. Uh, what you configure is you configure roughly top of my head about six hundred fifty dollars per hundred thousand you borrow. 
You can also figure, let's, let's talk about a, a normal boat. A, a lot of sailing folks tend to follow this. Let's talk about a catamaran. Okay. $400,000 catamaran. That's pretty cheap for a cat, though. I mean, yeah, it is. Yeah. But but there's a lot there. That'll okay. get you a 2008 Lagoon 440, maybe. Okay. Okay. So you're going to put 100000 down. You're going to finance that for 20 years. Well, let's see how fast that can be. So you can borrow $300,000 and $650,000. That's $1,950 per month. Okay. You're going to spend about, if you, and it's interesting, we do a lot of work with people with zero experience. The most funniest story, I'm going to digress for a second. Okay. Funniest story I've got is a guy, you know, we always ask, what's your experience? I ask a guy buying an $800,000 catamaran, what's your experience? He said, fantastic. I said, what do you mean? He said, I went on a sunset cruise last week on a catamaran. I want one. Right. And we actually got it done. a good experience. Yeah, but all right. Yeah. He, he had a cat. Oh, so you mean like what's your experience like as, as, as a boat owner? And he's like, I want to, okay. Yeah, yeah so that, that was it. It was hysterical. Yeah. But, but we do, deal a lot with folks that are very, very new. Mm -hmm. So if you're very new, you can kind of expect to pay about 2% of whole value in insurance. So right. now we're at 1950. We've got a $400,000 boat that is uh, $700 a month. Now we're at roughly. Uh, ba, 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 the roughly uh, 2600 $2, thank you and then you got to dock the thing somewhere another 1400 yeah that's about uh, 4100 mm -hmm. you got maintenance which you can figure pure maintenance could be maybe five percent that's another two grand a month you got a pretty significant number yeah and so a lot of times especially with the new people mm -hmm. because since covid people have time they, they mm -hmm. loved a little bit of diversion. Love watching channels like yours. Love watching other channels, especially yours. Oh, well, thank you. Yeah, there you go. Uh, but but they love to spend time watching it, and, and they get excited with the idea of the lifestyle. Right. And the reality, and we really try to just say, guys, here's really what you can expect on this. The other part is everybody we surround ourselves with, and this is really important, we've got a great documentation company. We have about five really good brokers that we work with. We have great insurance companies. They're all used to working with they new don't. folks. And so we say, okay, two, two, two levels. You're an experienced person. You're buying a 45-foot catch. You've already owned a 38-foot catch. You had a big monohull before that. Mm -hmm. You started sailing Hobies when you were a kid. Mm -hmm. Those, that literally is 10% of the market. Right. We are getting half the market are people who have light experience. They have some of the ASA courses. And but not in Puerto Rico so much because you, no, you find it's different. a totally different story because they, you find story. it. But you you find you find that that the borders here are traditionally from one generation to the other. Oh. So they they are very experienced and there's like okay I grew up in this kind of boat right. and, and mm -hmm. we had this kind of boat got married got their own. It's just they 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 come from family of borders because it, it, the one thing that you can do here is go. From well, it's an, island, it's an island. <laughs> it's an island, right? <laughs> I mean, literally, it is so interesting because, you know, we know Morgan Bertram quite well. And, and literally, you'll see guys who started on a 31-foot Bertram mm -hmm. with their father and their grandfather. Right. You'll see guys, and then they moved up to a Viking. Yeah. And it was one of the early Vikings. Mm -hmm. Now they're moving up to a 48-foot Viking. They're moving up to a 60-foot Viking. Our guys in Puerto Rico, believe it or not, they trade boats every two years. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, like the, the, the owner the owner of this boat, okay, so it's a 97. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, the, the guy, okay, so the guy I bought it from, his father bought this boat in 99 and then sailed it for however many mm -hmm. years. And then okay. the son took it over when the father yeah. passed away. And it's just, mm -hmm. I mean, so this 
I mean, it's it is kind of a boy. So now then, you know, he, he's selling this one to buy another one, and you know, and all that. So I tell you, in Puerto Rico, you got experienced boaters. They know how to maintain a boat. Oh, oh yeah. You, this was a very well maintained, and, and the thing, and it's it was. I mean. The cost of maintenance here is a lot less than it would it be is. on the on the. Yeah, but you find also people that are very experts in what they do. Sure. And so, it, 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 if you're a boater to be here in Puerto Rico, it's actually just the the ideal. Yeah. <laughs> situation. It's like it's, it's like today. You know, we're we're on an inner breakwater, huge rock wall that nobody can see this mm -hmm. out there. Oh, man, we just saw waves. On the other over. side, there's waves coming over yeah, there. Yeah. Eight to ten foot swells today. Normal day in Puerto Rico. Yeah, you get people who are very, very good, very experienced boaters. Yeah, here because they have to be, mm -hmm. and because multi generation. Yeah, I'm ready. It's been windy here for like three, four weeks. Yeah, I, I, I'm ready for that to calm down. It's a that little. time of year, man. I know. I, well, I thought it was supposed to start calming down about now, though, isn't it? Good news is summer is oh. coming. Then you get to deal with the mosquitoes. Right. Well, no, and then in the hurricane season, uh, you know, <laughs> I yeah. think that this is actually the best time of the It's year. a wonderful time. Oh, you know, it's nice and cool at night. I mean, like, yeah. like the other night. I mean, like it. It's, I mean, thing wrong. It's, it, it, it was 70 degrees last night, and it's perfect for hanging on the back deck, but you get out in the wind and that, and you're like, I might want a sweater or something. Oh. Right, right. Uh, it's yeah. a. Uh, so it's over there, you know, we're in the Vijo San Juan, and, and during the day we're perfect, and then at yeah. night it gets a little chilly. Yeah, yeah. And so, yeah, it, but it feels great. It feels great. And the biggest difference between this and a sailboat is, you know, sailboats, you're sort of hanging out there, middle of the night. Breeze blowing, spray coming over the bow. <laughs> you're soaking wet, and you're going, "Oh, I wish I had a big Hatteras with a closed." Yeah, <laughs> well, I, but the, the problem with the Hatteras right now, well, it's not a problem, but like, so the last couple days coming up here, so I went from uh, uh, Isla Mujeres to Salinas, and then Salinas to Palmas, where the two arsenals. So, like, you know, we we I, I set sail early in the morning to beat the wind because you know mm -hmm. the, the trade winds and all that oh, pick yeah. up longer in the day, um, but like. So, but we're going into the wave, so there's a spray coming up. So I have to enclose, which is fine. It's great. I have, a, I have the enclosure, but then it's hot up there. Yeah. I mean, because like it's like a greenhouse because there's no air coming in, and it's just like no. Oh. But you know, we we shot video before of the uh, boats all going out for the uh, fishing tournament. Yeah. yeah. And we have seen one of our clients has a 74 foot Viking, and you literally see waves almost breaking over the top of yeah. that 74 foot boat. Unbelievable. Yeah, yeah, no thanks. Yeah. Friends, right? yeah, friends you know, and clients. It's, it's a family really thing going on here. We, we're friends with everybody, but they, they're friends and they're clients. Well, it's a small it's island, right? I mean, well, island. there's like, what, three million people live in Puerto Rico, something like that? But it's still an island, right? I mean, and, and everybody that we talk to that is related to somebody. Mm -hmm. It's like, we'll do business with somebody. You say, oh, you did business with my cousin. Right. Or you did business when I with bought the, the guy I went to school with. I, I met several people just in the marina here. It's like, uh, wait, did where's where's Jose that used to own this boat? And yeah. I'm like, oh, well, I mean, I bought it. He's like, oh, well, he's my cousin. He's my sister's cousin or, or my my yeah, husband whatever it's a very I, I sister's cousin I, I guess would be your cousin too we, we love the culture i mean it's yeah. just such a tight family culture and such a tight cultural i mean it's just it's amazing you know puerto rico has been an island for forever they've been supporting each other for forever they right. really pull together in some tough spots well a lot of people don't realize that like uh okay i mean 
Hispaniola was first, you know, discovered by mm-hmm. Colum- well, not discovered. Okay, I don't want to get political on all that, but like, but like Columbus <laughs> first went to Hispaniola, which is uh, which is uh, you know Dominican, right? Yeah. And then it was Puerto Rico next, and so like there's been people in Puerto Rico for over 500 years, way way longer than even in the United States. Well, way beyond oh, that, yeah. you had the Ch- Ch- I'll probably mispronounce the Chiano Indians were natives here. Okay. And then uh, largely disappeared uh, because of disease. To yeah, be- bring it over by the Europeans. Yeah, you know, by yeah. the. Yeah. Spaniards. Yeah. So it's, uh, <laughs> well, they kind of mean uh, they, they used to just keep the Spaniards in a in an in an island for about uh, I think forty days or something. Yeah, like oh, really. There was actually an island. So they would quarantine them. Oh, absolutely. Quarantine. If you uh, yeah. Morro Castle, the island that was on the other side on the other of the side. bay mm-hmm. was a quarantine zone. Hmm. Right. And when because you came they, into Puerto Rico, they were quarantined they were to, it, to protect the locals. The to locals, locals, because yeah. you wow. know the Spaniards were already here, so the, the the new ones that were coming, they didn't want the the ones already here they didn't want them to bring they knew that they were diseased mm-hmm. <laughs> well it's still amazing that they so that they knew they that back then it. i mean like yeah. now i mean heck we're we're in covid right now nobody's anyway <laughs> 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 we, we, are, we have been quarantining i'm ready to stop quarantining but yeah oh we we've i think our, if anybody beats our record we've been tested eight times since may eight times that's a lot yeah, because, because we, come here, time. we come here a lot and of course we're taking very seriously yeah, I mean, back, back and forth yeah. back and forth so yeah we get tested every time and uh take care of ourselves of course and wearing masks and all that yeah, and, yeah sure yeah so you know it it, it we're ready to to move on, like you said. You know, it, mainly we have to take care of our seniors, and that's mm. what we're doing right now. Well, that's the thing, right? I mean, uh-huh. like uh, Puerto Rico is a very older, I guess, demographic, right? Because I mean, it, it's a, uh, I mean, you're you're seeing a lot of people move here to Puerto Rico actually mm-hmm. because of the tax benefits, but yeah. mm-hmm. but a lot of the younger people you know they end up moving to the states or the mainland to for jobs and stuff like that so well, it's they, kind of they, older. Go, they go to school and yeah. then they come back they okay. come back they do they, yeah. Is, mm-hmm. yeah especially physicians we see a lot of them that were trained in the states mm-hmm. uh were went through the residencies and then came back to puerto rico mm-hmm. and we you know the the level of care here from individual physicians is amazing mm-hmm. yeah amazing. uh just you know tremendous can't say enough support. about it and Fair. many many good friends and clients of ours are physicians mm-hmm. well i mean like so the uh the boat next to me that they left this morning yeah they left this morning mm-hmm. no last night last yeah. night okay. and they went over to uh, culebra and it was a brand new 72 foot mm-hmm. i mean you know seven eight million dollar yacht well, yeah, i don't know what yeah. it was um but uh and so i got talked to them and they're, they're, they're both doctors i'm like wow y'all are doing pretty well for doctors then because to be able to buy i mean but i guess if you're doing i, I, I actually think I do oh do you i won't say any names i'm just gonna say that you know yeah we know who that is but it's, right. right. it's not 70 p but it's yeah. close we'll leave it there yeah. okay yeah well then uh we won't say his name on here but like no but it's really nice people but like they were up and i was like man y'all are doing well they are all no. absolutely amazing people. We actually had um, months, months ago when this COVID thing just started, I think, or maybe before then, he woke up and he couldn't see from one eye. And yeah, well, I forgot about that. We're talking completely blind. Okay. Was it? Yeah, it was a, so a bit of a stroke. It was a stroke. Okay. Behind the Be, left behind eye. The, oh, behind man. the optic nerve. Oh wow! But you got it back. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay, I'm gonna digress again. I do this. Okay, oh, yeah. but. Basically, I was wearing a very heavy headset, and it had a heavy clamp right here, on an earpiece here. So 14 hours a day, I'm sitting with this mm-hmm. thing pressed wow. against here. Yeah. And they think it cut the blood flow to one of the arteries behind the eye, mm-hmm. caused a stroke, and I went totally blind. Wow. Uh, 100%. And 
You tell the story. And so, you know, we were trying to, to, to uh, find where to go on a Saturday. And, of course, everything is closed down. So I said, okay, let's let's look and see who, who of our, our clients. It's is a, a doctor, a, really? An ophthalmologist. Oh, wow, or, okay. Oh, yeah. you know? And so we looked and got took us like right to to him i think because we we were it was actually a current client that we were We're working with working with and so called him and he's like oh not a problem came pick us up on a sunday morning uh his brother-in-law was a a top specialist and i can't say names but it's amazing amazing we grateful forever opened the hospital wow took him over there took care of him and you know and so we knew exactly what it was what to do then we took a plane you know back to the states and he even sent us with the doctor that he should see in there wow. and continued and did all kind of testing and they said it was that but luckily uh it, it he is back to normal because took three weeks uh, yeah so weeks. did you have to have any procedures done or just had it clear uh, just cleared itself up i got very but very all lucky. kind of testing very they, they lucky. said normally you don't recover oh really yeah. wow yeah. okay and one thing i cannot do is lose eyesight no yeah, right. no and well, they, but they told us that since you have like two ner- uh, uh optical nerves that go you know each uh, eye so one had the stroke or and the arteries, other with yeah. arteries so the, the other artery kept bringing the, the flow the blood flow in it so that's the reason he didn't have a like a physical stroke but uh, recovered uh, very good health thank tough. god so, so no more like now just yeah. get an earbud put it in yeah, no, yeah, AirPods yeah. are wonderful. <laughs> yeah. Love yeah, AirPods. Right. Yeah. The worst part, though, is we end up yelling at each other because, you know. <laughs> Can't hear each other because you got that, yeah. What? Uh, what are uh, you uh, in Sarasota, we've got two offices, you know, in one wing of the house, hers and mine, totally different. I've got a huge eight-foot desk with uh, two 49-inch. I've got eight feet of monitors mm-hmm. on my desk. She has hers very nicely decorated, just totally different. But we end up yelling at each other because we're both wearing AirPods all day with noise suppression. <laughs> it's like, what? <laughs> we look like two old people. Uh, well, you know, boats, they, got, they, they call them the marriage savers, right? So, like, when you're docking the boat, uh, but there's that phrase, like, I'm sorry for what I said, but I'm docking the boat. Uh, but, like, uh, so when you're docking a boat, because, like, I mean, I get it. Like, there's been times when I've been backing in or to a boat or slip or something like that, and I'm yelling not to, like, yell at the front. I'm just, like... communicating loudly. I, I, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm communicating so that you can hear me, and then they're like, stop yelling at me. And I'm like, I'm oh, just yeah. yelling so you can hear me. Yeah, you yeah. Know. You know, when we were just uh, uh, dating, <laughs> I mean, first year or so, whatever. They, they, no, maybe second year we were dating. So we were, you know, going on on a uh, uh, board, and uh, uh, I would try to help him, and he told me to do, do some things. And then one day he just like, yeah, I mean, like, what? If you you don't talk to me like that here, yeah, do it right. yourself. Don't follow the board. All right, yeah. <laughs> And it was a tough boat. Like, it, was a, it was a, it was a, it was a 1969 Whitby 45 half cockpit. Okay. Big strong IRR race boat. Uh, after that, I took a I took a mate with me <laughs> because the problem is it was just it was just, too, it was just too powerful a boat, you know. Right. Mm-hmm. And I had to have somebody very experienced, very strong to be able to deal with. No, it. I, I broke my nails. I no. I <laughs> well, but you know, what? a lot of people don't realize is that. Uh, uh, you know, when you're on a, okay, especially if you live on a boat full time or, I mean, or you spend a lot of time on a boat, you need to be good at communicating right. because uh, it's not like, okay, you, okay, this is a pretty big boat, but like yeah. on my first boat, 37 footer, if you got mad 
Well, there was no place no, to go. No place to go, right? And so, yeah. Yeah, where do you and it's go? Just, so that's, you know, I've never been one of those kind of people. Like, I, I, I'm probably, it's just always been me. Like, if I, I can be upset about something, but like 10 minutes later, I'm like, what? Mm-hmm. we're good, right? I mean, what are you talking no, about? No, you're not. You <laughs> did. <laughs> no, 10 minutes later, you said, we're good. And then they say, it's fine. Yeah, no, oh, no, it's never fine. No, it's yeah. never fine. But you need to get to the point where you can be like, oh, yeah, we're fine. It was 10 minutes ago, whatever. No, listen, we pretty much are like that because sometimes we get like that and, and, and it's like, okay, let's go have fun. Yeah, drop it. We need to we need to go eat. We're hungry. Let's go. And we just, you know, go on and start all over again because sometimes it does get a little a little intense because we have we are, we are overwhelmed sometimes mm-hmm. we have to be honest with you and so there there are some things that for me they're priority and for him there are other things that are priority so we're like no we need to we need to do this priority is the most important <laughs> <laughs> no, no, oh yeah your priority yeah, right yeah, my right, priority right. trumps your priority yeah no 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 <laughs> no the funniest thing is just the two languages because literally all day long She's on the phone in Spanish all day long. And she's communicating. I'll hear her talking very loudly in Spanish. I'm going, honey, did, was that okay? And she goes, oh, yeah, we're just talking. Well, no, it's it's different. I mean, like, I, I, I've been... A different like, style, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I lived in Nigeria for four years. And it was, it, it was a bit of an adjustment because, like, people raise their voices very quickly there. Yeah. Right? And they're not upset. They're just like... Like if you if you have a minor disagreement or, or not disagreement even just uh just no even you're happy I mean you're I'm yeah. Latin you know we're Latin so we're yeah. Latin we're like oh, but, oh my god you're right but but, but it, it, like like over there it's like if you did something and somebody it, like if it was in the United States say I'm in Dallas and somebody starts yelling at me like they would like in Nigeria oh somebody somebody grab oh I mean, I mean for the concealed carry yeah yeah it'd be like whatever <laughs> but whereas there it's like they yell at you and then you talk for two seconds and you're yeah. like okay we're good man we're fine yeah, yeah. I mean it's just it's just a different culture thing. It's it's just it, it's a it, it's interesting and it's been you know uh, we both do that quite well for her it's something she grew up with for me it's something i've learned very very well sure and what's your from tennessee where are you from originally i was born in peru i uh, practically finished uh, uh raised uh i've been raised in new jersey okay um is that where you guys met or how'd you guys meet no no we... uh, yeah, okay <laughs> oh, come oh on. no what is this <laughs> i'm gonna tell Put you on the story oh bit. okay you got a, you got a good story okay so, yeah, <laughs> all right all right i'm a very good dancer ballroom <laughs> Wait, and so, you're a ballroom dancer, seriously, and you are too. Yeah. Yeah. So I, well, I don't. Okay. Yeah, I know that blows your mind, Bobby. But there you go. You are a ballroom dancer. Yeah. So okay. Her, she, her husband. I'm gonna Google some video footage of you ballroom dancing oh. and oh, put it on top here. Yeah. Well, actually, check out my salsa. My salsa oh, yeah. is on point, man. <laughs> okay. But okay, uh, yeah, what, what's really funny is that uh, my not husband passed away. <laughs> that's not. That's not the funny part. No, it's not funny. So, so, yeah, right. so I didn't. Got, I didn't leave my house for about four months. Mm. So the first time I go out, because a friend pretty much dragged me out of the the, the house. I was like, no, I gotta get out. So we went out, I said, no, I, well, well, maybe a couple hours. So we go to the place that we're, where I used to go all the time, which is the Ritz Carlton. And I hung out there all the time. So uh, this one was there. <laughs> Ballroom dancing. Yeah, and so I asked her to dance and you, and you may have to cut this one, but anyway. <laughs> no, 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 there's no editing. Yeah. Where, where it gets funny was okay. when we were in, uh, you know, so we're dancing, dance a couple of dances, go back to the bar. We're sitting there talking. She said, you know, my husband just died. And she mm-hmm. said, I'm really, I'm not interested. Don't want to get to know anybody, none of that. 
I'm going, you know, that's perfect. I said, I'm a, I'm a really good dancer. I like to I, dance. I happen to be gay, so I have no interest at all. <laughs> yeah, okay. And that's you know, right, yeah. Wait, like you actually said. <laughs> and I love oh, no. dancing, so I'm like, oh, you are? Oh, my God, that's perfect. So we can actually dance. And then it got worse because she could never figure out why I would always show up where she was. The reason there was about five places to go in Sarasota, okay? So, so all the valet guys. Stalking her? All the valet, no, the valet guys did it for me. Oh, really? All the valet guys. Yeah, I said, here's the deal, guys. You call me when she shows up. Wow. 20 bucks. Wow. And so I was, I was laying out 100 bucks a week because she'd be going places. She could never figure out why I'd show up five minutes later. And, and, and my daughter's like, Mom, everywhere we go, this guy is just there. <laughs> so how did he wear you down? I mean, geez, yeah, so I don't know. I mean, he's, he's, been, he's borderline stalking you. I now, you know, one of the, oh, the, full the, scale the valet guys tell me, he's like, well, he's just paying 20 bucks everywhere you go. <laughs> <laughs> and so I'm like, oh. I said, well, guess what? I said, I'm going to start offering 40 bucks for them. People for not the, to tell Oh, no. <laughs> really? So, yeah. You just the, the, the valet guys were making bank there for a while. <laughs> yeah, yeah, great. yeah. That was funny. That was funny. So yeah, that's how we started, you know. Oh, oh well, hey, and then how long has it been? How long has it been now? Oh, oh, thirteen years. Thirteen years. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's great. Well, congratulations, yeah, so, guys. That's so good. we we got married. Uh, we got married in twenty twelve. Okay. September. So in Italy, of course. In Italy. Oh yeah, we did. Sorrento, right? Yeah, Sorrento. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's almost nine years. Wow. And together, almost 13, yeah. Yeah, so, you know, it's we literally are together 24-7. Mm -hmm. Right. Uh, well, I mean, you work together, too. Working. So. Work together. I mean, that's got to be even working, living, and all that. I mean, how does that work out? Oh, it works uh, out great, I think. It's, I, I um, escape for about two hours a week because, <laughs> you know, I fly, one of my things is I fly big sport guides. And so she... I thought I saw something on... Yeah. 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 It's, mm -hmm. it's, so uh, then I escape and go shopping. Yeah, she, she does not particularly <laughs> like watching me fly so large. Sport kites. I mean, like, what is that? I mean, that's like well, a. Well, it's a two line kite. Right. Okay. Several different kinds. How, how, how big? Eight, are they? eight feet. Eight feet. I've wow. got different sizes. I've got one coming in this week that's 10 feet. Okay. Sorry, yeah. babe. Oh, yes, right. I do. Yeah, but I mean, like, that's, that's like that's like kite surfing big. I mean, close it, to it. It's close. It's one, a 100, one, 100 pound pole. One of them, I mean, I got to say this story. He asked me to, to just held it down, and I felt like it was going to take. Well, I mean, if it's a hundred pound pull, that's barely, like, yeah. You know, you're like just, 101 pounds, so there you no, go. No, 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 <laughs> Good try. Oh, <laughs> come on, yeah, come on. But no, I'm, not, I'm no dummy here, come on. It's a good, you know, it's just a good escape for me, and they're very, yeah. very aerobatic. They're tons of fun. I've got, I'm up to about eight right now. How, how often are you doing that? Uh, every week. Really? I yeah, not, and I usually I go with hour. him most of the time, too. Yeah, she, she videos but, and so But the, the time so. that it just rains and pours, and he's, he's doing it. He's doing it in the rain. He's doing it by himself. Oh, okay. <laughs> it was kind of funny because we'll place with the most beautiful place in the world to fly a kite is El Moro Castle. Uh -huh. Okay? Yeah, there's Gorgeous. a lot of kite flyers there. Beautiful mm -hmm. field. And that field's been everything from golf courses to. Really? There's to, golf courses? Oh, seriously. Well, it many years ago, back okay. in the early 1900s. To uh, baseball fields, to it's entertain the army, everything. So, so now it's all been history. taken back to where it was, which was basically a killing field originally for the fort. Yeah. Wide open spaces for the cannons yeah, right. to have a command. Uh, so it's really beautiful. A beautiful, beautiful oh, place to fly kites. Mm -hmm. You have lots of families out there. Yeah. So I'm flying, you know, one of my things the other day, and just yesterday, yesterday. just uh, a couple. Well, this is actually about a week ago, and so flying oh. it, just having a great time. And all of a sudden, there's this oh, kite yeah. coming out of nowhere, <laughs> zaps was, yeah. my kite, knocks it out of the sky. Yeah, and I look around, and this little four-year-old kid that <laughs> lost his kite. Oh, and no. then he goes, he's going to run after his kite. <laughs> 
I thought it, I thought you were like getting in a fight with another kiter no, all of a sudden. Well, it was uh, no, no, and then yeah. it was funny because he's trying to get his little kite, you know, poor thing, and then he's like pulling his kite, trying yeah. to get his kite. So it's it's he's wonderful. Like, oh. You get a lot of families out there having a great time. It's well, just, so I, it's it's a little different. So I, I, I always felt that like, uh, so the kite boarding, right? So it's basically yeah. a wakeboard oh, and you yeah. have this big giant right. kite. Right. I always felt like the learning curve on that. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm sure there's viewers it's that. It's a tough one. Yeah, but it, I'm sure there's a learning curve on that. So what I actually bought the other day, and I haven't used it yet. I've got it. I'm, I'm waiting till uh, when I can. Um, it's uh, called wing boarding. Oh yeah. So it's an inflatable wing that you hold on to. Yeah. And then you got a, a board that's got a foil on it. Oh yeah. And then so you like, I mean, hold on to it and you get up on the foil and do all that. I don't want to get video on that the first time. It's <laughs> oh, gonna be a disaster. I, I actually, I actually, I, so just for the video, I actually got a special drone for it. It's the uh, Skydio drone. Yeah. So what you do is you wear this little transponder. Yeah, and it follows you. And it follows you. And because I was trying to figure out a way to get good video of that, so I bought that drone for that, so that when I do it. I'm going to wait till I get probably get to the Virgin Islands and then uh, hopefully not die. Some of those no, things are quite don't cool. Say I that. Mean, oh my just, goodness. Well, well, yeah, I, it's like we don't, you don't live stream and nobody wants to see you drown live no. stream. Well, no, but I definitely need to have somebody like, you know, so you need to have a safety boat. Yeah, I need to have a safety boat. Exactly. So yeah, you need somebody just making sure that if you need any help. Right. Because I mean, imagine trying to, I mean, it's just like sailing. Mm. I mean, it's like if you can't tack back to the boat mm-hmm. you need somebody to mm-hmm. watch in here because like the other day uh so we were in salinas uh do you know salinas on the south coast of puerto, yeah. puerto rico okay and so it, we we paddleboarded into the restaurant and uh you know at like 11 30 we were done at the restaurant at like two o'clock the wind had picked up quite a bit and so we're paddleboarding back and like into the wind into the wind well actually it was kind of crosswind mm-hmm. yeah and so like it was hard for me to get back to the boat and the dinghy was still up on the deck up there and um and uh, so all of a sudden I look back and Amanda is like 200 yards down yeah. and, and there's no way she's getting back. I mean, so I'm, I'm going, okay, I'm like, I got to get the, I, I'm going to have to put the dinghy down and go, and, get then, and go get her. And then luckily right about that time, um, a couple guys in uh, uh, jet skis came by. Wow. I, was, I was like, and, I, and Puerto Ricans are very friendly. I, was, I waved oh, them down. Puerto Ricans are amazing. Yeah. I waved yeah. them down. I said, Hey, you know, me, me amiga, whatever. Mm-hmm. And they're like, okay, gotcha. Yeah, no, you know, that's one of the things that I really love if about you, If you Rico, ask a Puerto Rican, you'll pick a pretty girl in this industry. <laughs> yeah, right. Not a problem. Well, no, that was no, true. She jumped no, on the back. No, no, I mean, no problema. Yeah, yeah. They just help anybody. I, I just yeah. love the people here. It's just, it's, it's the, the culture is just absolutely amazing because there is no no you you might just be walking you know through the streets no knowing anybody something happens and then you have a hundred people coming over to help everybody yeah it's just it it really is well i can i'm I'm interested to see when like i mean this summer when the covid restrictions start Mm -hmm. to lift i mean because puerto ricans love to party oh i mean any (laughs) yeah right i mean any excuse for a party so like when that happens i mean they're gonna go crazy was oh, it yeah. is it La, Plas- La Placencia? Is that the place in San Juan with like the little square where uh, La, Pla- Plaza, uh, La Placita? La Placita. La Placita. But, but there is a there is a um, bar that is very well known where people go and dance and it's called uh, what is it called? Uh, that that little bar that it's oh, it's right it's right on the corner right. and I've seen there's like a ton of salsa dancing like in the street yes. and everything too yeah mm-hmm. yeah 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 the, well they La that sounds right yeah. I, th- I think so yeah and and um also there is a, something that they do like on Sundays that they go like from bar to bar mm. and they just dance dancing all over the streets uh, but of course all that is just not well yeah I mean so I was actually okay. 
where we were okay yeah that, that was i was there right before covid last year because mm-hmm. i was in puerto rico when covid like everything shut down yeah we, oh, we yeah. were as well just yeah. before that Total. yeah and so i mean it was really cool i guess getting to see la placita when it was like still going on, going on. Mm-hmm. and then and then uh unfortunately i mean i think we were over we here yeah we were here okay so we were actually in this marina the mm-hmm. boat was here we got a uh we got a couple nights in a airbnb in san juan and then did mm-hmm. that and then when we came back to the boat like a day later as they shut down well today actually they have um a, a, we're, we're across the street from where we uh live and uh plaza Colón. they have something going on because they had uh stereo music so i don't know if they're gonna have some type of party little musica little uh <laughs> Robertito, tres estrellas a la rocas all right life. Good, That's, man. It, there's alcohol in those drinks. I'm sure I'm happy with that. <laughs> Absolutely. So yeah. So uh, what are the what are the um, I don't even know. I mean, like, uh, what are the restrictions right now in Puerto Rico? Do you have, is it like like the uh, island is pretty much open, yeah. but uh, very carefully uh, monitored. Let's say you know at thirty percent inside restaurants. Okay. And most eleven o'clock curfew. Eleven o'clock curfew. Curfew, yeah. curfew right? Yeah. In in most most uh, mandatory mask outside. Right. Right. Absolutely. In most most restaurants, they don't let you sit at the bar. Right. They just put the the chairs in, mm-hmm. in little tables close to the bar, so yeah. you feel like you're at the bar, but you're not. Yeah. So they're very careful. They're very careful. But yeah, I went. I so I mean, I go f- for a run. I'm, I'm trying to get not fat and and fit again. Try jump rope. Man. Yeah, jump rope. Okay. No, seriously, I've got a great ball bearing jump yes, rope. I, really, I ball bearing jump rope. Is it heavy? Uh, about uh, the one I use is about a half a pound. Okay, but they're all kinds of different sizes. Fabulous, good stuff. Okay. Well, no, but uh, so I, I've been. I, running... I could see you jumping rope on a moving deck. Yeah, that's, that'd be hard. That'd going. be hard. Not going. But so I've been running lately, and, and like uh, so, I mean, like, normally, I mean, it, you can't run with a mask on. I mean, it's just no, it's impossible. So like, you know, I'll just put the mask on my wrist and then run. And like, I remember I was in Ponce running, and like, it was. It was still early. It was, you know, like eight or nine in the morning. Mm-hmm. And like this police officer is like, you know, no, no. I'm like, well, like, I'm not around anybody. I'm no, no. I'm 30 feet from anybody. And that's what that's making any sense sometimes because then you're, you're like, it's windy. Yeah. Right. You don't have anybody around and you have to wear a mask. But you know what? The rules are the rules. But I totally agree with you because, I mean, if, what are the chances that you're going to get anything in yeah, that yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. Uh, yeah, so. <laughs> Well, I mean, I already had COVID too. So I don't think I'm, well, but you can, uh, that's the thing. It's like there's always some mm-hmm. anecdotal evidence. Like, oh, I know so, I know this person he's had it twice i'm like okay well he says he's had it twice maybe the first time he was just sick with something else like yeah. I, I, I can't tell you how many good. people like tell me like well, oh, I, was, I, I was sick last I, I, january i, I, I think i, I, I probably I, had I, it i had covid no, back in november same. no yeah. you probably didn't it yeah. was probably the flu it was probably, probably yeah flu. yeah exactly so there's always that and, yeah and then, and then of course i mean like okay so the i mean i don't know this this is just me talking i'm not a doctor i'm not a scientist right. but they say that the, don't pretend to be i'll pretend to be the but the the vaccine is only 95 percent effective right so so that means on five percent of people, it doesn't one, work. One out of twenty is going to still right, get it. exactly. And so maybe you maybe one out of twenty can get it twice, but should we and, shut down and all listen, that? Listen to this. I mean, you can be around some people that have uh, uh, tuberculosis. Yeah, and you don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you can you can live in yeah. that kind of fear. Yeah. So I think you just have to make sure that you're thinking 
care of yourself, protecting yourself, protecting others, respectful of others, but you can't just hide yourself, you know. Sure. Good, new, good news is that we will all get through this. And, oh, yeah. and, hopefully and, we're and close. Hope, hopefully we're close. It seems to be. Yeah, I, yeah. I think, I, I, I don't know if it's I a, so. I think like a, the, the new, the, the case of new rates is down substantially, substantially. over the last, like, like I want to say it was like 70%. It's cratered. Yeah, like seventy percent. Is that right? Especially, you know, Florida. I think everybody had it already. Yeah, I know. Except us, because we've been hiding. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, uh, but yeah, I think half the half the over sixty fives in Florida have been uh, mm-hmm. already uh, had vaccinated. The, uh, vaccine. Oh, so oh, yeah, that's good. Yeah, yeah, I'm, no, I'm too young. I got another four months to go. Oh, uh, four months, right? Hey, 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 hey. You're, looking, you're looking good, man. Just a baby, you yeah. know. Well, it's a... To, to keep up with my 40-year-old esposa. Yeah, there <laughs> That weighs 100 pounds. That weighs 100 pounds. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, yeah baby. Very smart, right? You know? <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, it is, it is funny to me, like, uh, or interesting to me that, like, the rate of COVID in California and the rate of COVID in Florida is that's more prevalent in California. It is. And Cal- Florida's been open. They've been like, screw it. We're doing open. But, but it makes sense because you know what? The people who go out and they're- The they're sunlight eating, and all they're, that. And they're, they're eating outside. They're having fun. And they're not all conglomerating one enclosed place because people, 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 family spread. You know, people come to your house. Some people live in apartments. They don't have an open space, Mm -hmm. and so they're inside and they're trying to be to be together. And and I think that that's even worse. I mean, mean, it's absolutely devastating. I mean, you had COVID. A couple of your family members did. My brother. I mean, I was I I was lucky that nobody got seriously sick. My brother, my older um, uh, brother, have a, a baby brother who didn't have it it's strange because his whole he, he family made it had asymptomatic it. yeah he brought, you know he got tested uh, negative but mm-hmm. all the all his uh, wife's family had it and he didn't get it and and my other brother he had it and actually because he has already a problem with his lungs uh he was in the hospital like three times and admitted mm. and all that support well that was, that's where it, it's the but, lung damage that's what that's what kills people well, I think. Great. but granted had 10 family members mm. extended and close with covid one died uh that was a grandfather-in-law sort of my my sister my sister-in-law's grandfather Mm-hmm. So, it, yeah, he, but he yeah. had another, he had a heart problem. It's just yeah. coexisting. So yeah. Well, no, I was really scared. So my grandmother was 97. She got it. And wow. she has, she was diagnosed with congestive heart failure like three or four years ago. Oh. And so like when, like my mom got it and then it was like, okay, we need to get everybody tested. Mm-hmm. And then, so we did. And uh, my dad tested positive. So did my mom and my grandma. And uh, my dad barely had any symptoms. He like mm-hmm. had a sore throat for a few days. My grandmother never had any symptoms at all. And I, I thought, wow. I mean, like when she got, when wow. she could test a positive, I was like, oh, oh I mean, gosh. yeah. yeah. Oh, how good. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, I think it has a lot to do with, I mean, there's health in general, but then, I mean, it's just, a lot of it's genetics too. You yeah. Know? I mean, I mean it, well, it absolutely is. Yeah, we just, just, let's just put it all behind us. Yeah, get it all really hopefully we got another year or two. Or, few months maybe i think maybe a yeah, few months maybe that, six that, that if the Who most vul- vulnerable population which are the seniors uh, sure. they get fully vaccinated i think that everybody can just pretty much go out and feel confident that it's not going to make anybody 
uh, get sick and die. So, which is the mo most mostly our concern. We don't we we don't want to get sick, but more most important of all, we don't want anybody vulnerable yeah. to get sick. Well, that that's the thing too. I mean, like right. I'm relatively young, and 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 so like. Yeah, I mean, like I, I'm sure. Okay, there have been. Wait, wait till you get old as dirt. Man. Yeah. <laughs> wow, I'm getting there. I, you know, look at these. I by got, the day, I by got, the day, man. Where is it? There we go. I got. I actually, I got my first set of readers. Oh, uh, we, we don't. We don't even wear readers. Oh uh, well, I mean, I, well, the main thing that I need, I it's just like, yeah. man, it's so annoying when you're working on, especially on a boat. Yeah. When oh. you got to get in some weird places, and then like whatever you're working on is right there, and I'm like, I can't see it anymore. No. And so, like, it's just been annoying. Or if it's really dark and you're in a dark corner doing all that. The nice thing about this boat is you got weird places, but they're bigger weird places. <laughs> that's true. They are bigger weird places. That but they're also bigger problems. Yeah, they're bigger problems. I mean, yeah, that's true. I mean, like, if uh, one of these motors... Although, like, I, I think... Uh, like I think that's one of the benefits of being in Puerto Rico is like rebuilding one of these engines here. I mean, it's no. not cheap, but compared to like Florida, yeah. I mean, it's mm -hmm. it, you know because you're like I think what, what's the average boat tech cost in Florida? Hundred bucks an hour, hundred and twenty? Uh, easily. But then yeah, if you get into MTUs, for example, you know just a thousand hour service of MTUs can run you thirty grand. What, what's an MTU? Uh, is that's the brand of motor? Oh, okay. Or man's, take your pick. Mm -hmm. Both the both. You saying a thousand dollars an hour? Oh no, it's it's thirty grand yeah, just for a thousand hour service. Oh, a thousand hour service. Yeah, service is very 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 expensive. Uh, because of the time that they spend. I, I know guys with MTUs and yeah. with uh, mans that are spending thirty grand a year just on maintaining motors. So oh. why are the why is that why are they so expensive? Uh, German to begin with. Okay. Uh, very tough techs are there's very few techs mm -hmm. we know a great uh, company that flies all over the caribbean repairing mm -hmm. those they have uh, three, they, three, air, three aircraft to fly parts all over the place yeah uh, cats are a whole lot of, i think this has cats probably no this is uh uh uh, uh detroit diesels diesel uh, detroit diesels are just kind of bulletproof they're uh, six cylinders eight eight okay so figure it's probably I don't know three grand a hole if you have to. That's okay. That's kind of what I heard. Yeah, three grand a hole if you got to actually rebuild it. Uh, and you know it's very straightforward. Parts are easy. But I mean, hopefully, I mean, I, from what everything I've heard is that like maybe every three thousand hours you got to rebuild it. Uh, or more if you really maintain them really really well, probably more than that. More than that. Okay. Yeah, I think mm -hmm. so. Okay, so I mean, like, like like my port engine was rebuilt like yeah. six months ago. But but you're not dealing with turbos, for example. You well, the, well, it's got or, blowers. Or it's got blowers. blowers. You do have them. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Wasn't sure. Well, I mean, so I actually did not understand how a diesel two-stroke. Well, there's diesel two-strokes and then there's Detroit diesel mm -hmm. two-strokes, which mm -hmm. is a totally different mm -hmm. system. Um, they are sort of it's more like a blower because you can't even start the engine unless that blower's running because okay. it, it's like uh the the two strokes is, you got to pressurize it first. yeah you got to pressurize yeah. it first mm -hmm. so so yeah uh there is that um but yeah i don't know but it's still pretty straightforward you know, compared to most things out there yeah yeah and you're not blowing uh you don't have a 64 foot bike viking blowing 150 gallons an hour. yeah right well well that's the thing i mean yeah i mean from everything i've heard i mean like these engines were the preferred type of engines for a very long time it's just uh the uh it's the uh, emissions that, yeah. that was getting them they couldn't uh deal with the emissions uh changes and all that so right because i mean it's a two-stroke i mean that's why you don't have two-stroke well anything anymore 
I mean, right. used to your lawnmower and your weed eater were two stroke, and then now you can't get one of this those. This is bigger than a weed eater. Well, <laughs> yeah, it's definitely bigger than a weed eater. Although I have seen a guy, I have seen a guy use a weed eater as a dinghy motor. As a dinghy motor, I know. I've seen yeah. that too. They yeah. actually wow. have. It is a thing. It is a thing. Yeah, down in Key West, where people, yeah. So, I don't know. It's it's a strange it's thing. It's a guy thing, Bobich. <laughs> Guys <sighs> only do stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, hey, guys, the, the hour has flown by. So why don't you um, just, uh, okay, so how can people find you if they want to, if they need to help with financing or whatever? Well, for English, easiest thing, I always like to start with a conversation because that conversation is so important. It'll tell us exactly where we need to go and how mm -hmm. we need to go. I can tell you exactly your what your options situation. look like. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So if you prefer English, 941-961-9477. Yeah. That's Zach. Y para español, 941-536-3866, aquí para servirle. And uh, you guys have a website or anything? Yes. Absolutely. It's it azulmarinelending.com. Okay. All right. Well, uh, I don't know. It's still kind of early. Let's uh, go grab a drink at the bar or something. Absolutely. Love it. Yeah. Let's, All right. Let's go. All right. Thank you guys for uh, watching and tuning in. Check out Azul Marine Lending, and uh, please click that like and subscribe. Share it if you if you think uh, if you think this is good information to share on a Facebook group or something like that. Please do, and uh, we'll see you on the next video.